Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. On this segment of Before the Bid, I am in the Hoosier State. I uh, am talking to a man from Danville, Indiana, and they have the Autumns at the Crossroads sale that uh, consists of some Charlays, uh, Simmentals, and some crossbred cattle. On the state level, uh, this young man is a former president, a former vice president of the association, and currently resides as a breed manager, so he helps out with uh, things at the Hoosier Beef Congress and at the State Fair. And as I said, they have a sale coming up. That sale is October 19th at 6 o'clock. It is the 15th annual Autumn at the Crossroads sale. And uh, this young man is a fourth-generation cattleman. And I have uh, with me today Mr. Andrew Dow. Andrew, how are we doing today? Uh, doing good, Andy. Thanks for having me. Well, I sure appreciate you uh, coming on here and uh, being a guest here on Before the Bid. And, and uh, Andrew, I've been uh, looking at your website and things and, and learning some things about you today. And uh, I think that's really great, some of the things that, that you guys have out there. But I want to go a little behind the scenes uh, with some things. And, and I want to ask you, where did you get a start? Uh, you're a fourth-generation cattleman. Uh, take us back a little bit with the, with the history of the, of the farm and the cattle operation, if you would. Yeah, I guess uh, I got my start when I was probably about nine years old. Uh, I was a uh, pretty good baseball player and uh, entered my first year of 4-H, and I uh, uh, spent all my time on the baseball field that summer, and my sister did a lot of the work for me that year, and uh, I went to the county fair and won uh, beginner showmanship that first year, and uh, that uh, set a, a uh, chain of events where mom and dad told me I had to make a decision that they weren't going to listen to my sister complain anymore, and uh, they said, next year you're either doing 4-H or you're doing baseball, and at nine years old, I didn't know that that decision would have such a big impact on my life of where I'm at today. But uh, for whatever reason, at that age, I, I chose 4-H and uh, haven't looked back. And uh, so I guess kind of the rest is history. But uh, that's that's really uh, probably the turning point of, you know, when I really started going and learning about the cattle business when I was 9 to 10 years old. Where did your parents get their start, and and uh, if if you're a fourth, why why it's got to go back a little a little ways there? Yeah, I think uh, my grandparents and my great grandparents always had you know cattle and hogs, and and I guess uh, you know in the 80s my dad uh, had Angus cattle, and uh, he uh, went to Georgia one year and bought a Charley bull and put on uh, put on these little short Angus cattle that he had at the time and 
you know, just had the horror stories of, uh, you know, calving problems and this, that, and the other. And, and, uh, so then he kind of went and bought a few purebred cows. And so by the time the early nineties rolled around, uh, you know, I was, I was eight, nine years old. So really that's all I ever knew was, was the Charlotte cattle because by then he had kind of converted out of the Angus into the purebred Charlets. And so really that's all I've ever known, but I still like to go back and look at the pictures with the black cows running on the farm because it sure is different. And, uh, uh, I still find it pretty neat. So, yeah. How did, how did you personally start out more in the, in the Charlotte business? Uh, so in, uh, 1995, there was a, a big production sale up in, uh, it was a dispersal sale up in, uh, Timberlake, South Dakota, a guy named Butch Bartlett, uh, Bartlett Charlet Ranch. And, uh, they were, uh, kind of on top of the world at the time. They had had two or three national champion females in a row, um, with, uh, a female named Cabrina and they had a show female of the year with a, a female named Raindrops and, uh, really just had it going on, had a great, great herd. And, and, uh, dad, uh, dad talked me into, uh, going to the bank and getting a small loan and, and I bought my first cattle there from Butch. And, uh, and that was kind of the start for me, I guess, is where I kind of started my herd and, uh, uh, just a great, great opportunity. And, and Butch was a heck of a nice guy. And then, uh, you know, as as my sister was older than me, started showing, and then I kind of followed along. We met uh, met some really great people, and uh, uh, there was probably a handful of families that really helped us learn the genetics, and uh, you know, kind of introduced us to other breeders and uh, uh, some of my best friends and people that I I don't talk to, but I still think of often and uh, have a great amount of respect for is uh being the bob Rhodes family there in ohio and uh the steve birchie family there in illinois and uh, uh keith blankers there in illinois those those three families really helped helped uh you know help my junior career and helped teach me the ropes and introduce me to some people and uh just just great people all around and just very very humbled and thankful for the the friendships and the opportunities that that those people taught me and gave me other you that where you where you started and and where do you now uh if you would with with the operation that you have tell us introduce your family a little bit and and uh, tell us a little bit about them and and uh, about how the operation runs now yeah so uh my dad's joe and he's uh about to turn 65 and my mom's marlene and uh some of the most honest uh, loyal humble people hardest working people you'll ever meet and uh They've uh, just helped me so much and uh, given me a lot of opportunities and just uh, taught me the value of hard work and, you know, how to how to treat people and I guess kind of how to run a business. And then, uh, of course, my wife, uh, Krista, um, you know, has been with me. We got married in 2011 and then we've got uh, two boys and two girls. We got uh, Bryce, uh, Peyton, uh, Skyler and Lacey. So. Uh, we, uh, we're, we're busy all the time. So they, the, the picture in the, in last year's catalog, uh, looks like they're about ready to be playing ball and things like that. Yeah, we are, uh, we are involved in, uh, showing, showing cattle at, at junior shows and, uh, 
were involved in athletics, uh, football and soccer. And, uh, we're starting to, uh, starting to show some pigs and, uh, Bryce wants to get involved in the four wheeler racing. So we, we got a lot going on. Very, very diverse and, and, uh, not just cattle, but that's, uh, that's great. Into the four wheeler racing, huh? Yeah. I don't know much about it, but, uh, you know, I just think about what my parents all told me, always told me, you know, if there's something you want to do and you're passionate about it, you know, you know, we'll be here to support you and, uh, you know, go, go, go for your dreams, you know, don't hold back. And so, you know, whatever my kids want to do, you know, I want to, I want to support them and, and be the best father to them that I can be. So. Right. Well, where do you guys show, uh, year in and year out? Is there any certain shows that you definitely hit? Oh yeah, we uh we we love going down to Louisville to to the North American. I mean, that's one of our favorites and uh it's uh always a great event and uh almost just feels like our second home down there. So we're always there and we're uh we're always uh you almost always at the Indiana State Fair open show, uh Hoosier Beef Congress. Um you know, we we are trying to get back going showing at a national level again, but it's uh with that many kids and with so much going on here at the farm, it's just hard to get away. And, uh, for the last several years, we've been selling all of the, all of the top end cattle off and haven't really been keeping anything back. So it makes it a challenge to try to, you know, keep your kids involved, but, but still sell high quality cattle to your customer base as well. So it's a challenge, uh, but we just, uh, kind of battle through it and, uh, and like I say, my kids have probably taken a back seat a little bit, but uh, but that's okay. It's they're young enough to where they're learning, you know, what they need to learn at this age. I feel like, which is the hard work and the responsibility and the dedication of what it takes to get there. Because as we all know, it's it's hard to win. It takes a lot of a lot of behind the scenes work, and and so they're learning that right now, and that's something that I'm proud to teach them. So. Right, teaching the responsibilities and and those those sorts of things. So, really good, really good. How big of with all of that going on? How big of an operation is Daub Cattle? Uh, we have, I don't know, just a little bit over a hundred cows. Uh, we do. Uh, we only AI about twenty head, twenty five head a year. We do a lot of embryo work, and. Uh, Wes Keller there of uh, Keller Cattle Company in Illinois does a lot for us and, uh, you know, has been really good to, to dad and I to work with and uh, just can't say enough good things about Wes. He's a great guy and, you know, he's a lot, has a lot to do with the success we've had, you know, with these embryo matings that we've been able to market. So, I uh, definitely wouldn't be here with uh, without him. He's, uh, like I say, just a great guy to work with and a real good friend. What do you guys look for, speaking of the, the embryos and the AI, what do you guys look for for uh, breeding um, breeding ideas and, and what, are, what are you breeding these cattle for mostly? Well, I was... I've always always taught at a young age, you know, on the female side and the way, the way I like them, I guess, is they got to be sound and they got to have a maternal look and, you know, have some capacity. And, and, uh, I guess at the end of the day, to me, I got to walk out the door and look at them. They, they better be phenotypical and they better be pretty to look at. So, 
you know, that those are things I like to see in a in a good female and then just doability, good feet, good milking ability, um, you know, able to get a calf raised. I guess those are the traits that are most important to me. That leads in where do you where do you see the future of, of this herd going? Well, you know, we've uh been fortunate to raise some bulls that have done us a good job that you know that we've raised here in house, but we went out a couple years ago and bought the ghost rider bull um, that was bred by Adam and Hannah McCall. And, and at that time we were looking for something to kind of moderate them a little more and, and put a little more power and body in them. And uh, man, he, he sure has done that. He's moderated them and kept them sound and, and the daughters out of him milk really well and just love their, their body and their mass that they have. And uh, so really pleased with what he's been able to do for our breeding program. And then a couple of years ago, then we bought in on the, on the power up bull. Uh, again, we bought into him with Adam and Hannah McCall AM livestock. He was bred there at Schaefer's in Missouri. And uh, kind of what we were looking to do there was kind of go back the other way and maybe put just a, a half a frame score back in them but maybe just stouten them up a little bit and give them a little more prettier show ring kind of look out of that front end. Uh, but like I say, I think both bulls have done us a great job. And uh, like I say, being in partnerships with Adam and Hannah has been a great thing. And uh, I think we both have had good success with those bulls. And, and I think we'll continue to have good sex, with, good success with those bulls. Can we, can we get semen on those bulls? Yep, we got semen available. Uh, we're not really hooked up with any stud. We just kind of sell it, you know, private treaty. Um, but it's either bull is uh, $30 a straw. And like I say, if you were to ever come here and see the females, either here or at the McCall's, uh, boy, they, they're they an impressive set. And it would be pretty easy to, you know, get a hold of some semen and, and, and breed some cows, I would think. That uh, is there a lot of a uh, lot of these calves in the sale offering? We'll get we'll get to the sale offering here in a little bit. But do you have quite a few uh, still breeding with these cattle to give to put in the sale offering? Uh, yeah, well, I mean we've got several uh, ghost rider uh, females selling, and our first power ups are just now. We'll be selling our first two this year, um, so we're excited about them. They look real good. Um, then we've got some some other females, uh, you know, out of uh, out of the outsider bull that's really popular um, that we're going to be selling, and uh, a couple turtons and uh, just a little bit of everything. Really, I'm not a guy that gets hung up on on one bull. I like to kind of spread it around and kind of diversify a little bit. So we'll have a good variety and a good offering of a lot of different genetics for the sale on October 19th. Good. Good deal. Well, you've you've got some cow families also that uh, that are really uh, popular and and kind of staples there in in the herd, the the Kennedys and the Cover Girls and the and the Miss Legends. Uh, tell us tell yeah. us a little bit about those. Yeah. So uh, Kennedy's probably the cow that we're we're best known for. Uh, she was a junior national champion in two thousand and three, and then went down to Houston and was reserved there. Uh, there at the national show uh she was also uh 
uh, reserve at Denver that year and Grand at Louisville that year and uh, ended up being show female of the year. But uh, that cow's just been a staple for our program for a long, long time and uh, really, really consistent as far as producing high-quality show calves, whether they're purebreds or composites, um, just have that style and balance. Um, and uh, we lost her in 2016, but uh, like I say, we've got a lot of her daughters in production and uh, one female that we sold here in 2014 was D&D Miss Kennedy 1430 and she was purchased out of the sale by uh, Long Haul Cattle Company and Harrod Farms out of Kentucky and she went on to be a reserve national champion at Louisville in 2015. Uh, Kennedy also raised the uh, champion Charlie Steer at the Junior Nationals in 2016. Uh, daughters, I mean anywhere from from 5,000 to 25,000 and up, just a very, very consistent producer. And, and we've got uh, eight Kennedy daughters or granddaughters we're going to be offering this year in the sale. So we're trying to uh, keep that legacy going. And like I say, everybody comes here to look for them. They're always in demand and, and they've been uh, great producers. You know, once they've left here, they went on to be great producers for, for other, other farms. So that's, that's the great thing about it is when they, cattle go out and they work for other people it sure makes you feel good what a what a great resume she has so. yeah and then uh the cover girl cow family uh you know uh we bought uh, a bread heifer at the tennessee beef aggravation one year from uh lafray's farms from the birchie family and uh brought her home and calved her out and we got uh, D miss cover girl 2335 and um that cow went on to raise uh uh, her first major winner was D&D in excess, which was a, a former Louisville and Denver show winning bull, uh, show bull of the year, national champion bull. And then in 2011, she turned around and she did it again. She produced a bull called WDZ Northern Wind that would have been a national champion in Kansas City. And at that time, CoverGirl was... Uh, I think as my understanding is she was the first cow in the breed to ever produce two national champions, which, uh, was a uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. I thought for, you know, a small operation like what we are. And then of course, uh, the legendary 0641 came along and smoked our record of two, but, uh, <laughs> but that's still something to be awful proud of, you know, for, like I say, no more numbers than what we have just trying to breed on the best we can uh, feel very fortunate and very proud. And then, like I say, her daughters have been outstanding and uh, just very, very highly maternal, great milking ability, always sale features here as well. So we've got a couple bred heifers kind of selling out of that cow family this year that I think will be really, really nice. Sometimes you have to let those females go to to make a good sale that maybe you don't want to, and I'm going to guess that's the that's the, uh, story with them. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then, uh, another one of our good cow families is the, is the Josie and the legend cow family. And, uh, um, Josie raised our, uh, top selling female there, uh, in 2016, went to the Eagle family. Uh, she brought 25, five and we was able to get a flush back on that female from Bob Eagle there in Ohio. And, We've got an outsider daughter out of her this year that looks really, really good. And 
we're going to be dispersing all of that cow family this year, all the Josies and the legends and uh, no particular reason. It's just, we always try to offer our best. And like I say, uh, I just think now's a great time and, and they're in demand and they look good. And I'm very excited to, to get that set of cattle presented here coming up in a couple of weeks. They'll be, there'll be uh, eight or nine lots out of those two cow families. And I think people will, will gravitate towards them. And like I say, I, they're going to be tremendous cattle, you know, for their new owners as well. Look through, uh, look through the catalog and you think you're going to, to look for a Charlet sale, but uh, Andrew, there's some darker cattle in here. Uh, explain a little bit of that to us. Yeah, we got a we got a handful of club calf cows that we tinker with, and then uh, three or four years ago, we went over to the Illini Elite Sale and we bought an open heifer off of the Rinker family and uh, brought that cow home. And uh, she's a daughter of the Antoinette A314 cow, and uh, she's been our our main donor cow here for for our Semental operation and. Last year, we raised a, uh, a broker heifer out of her that brought 10000 here in the sale and uh, went on to uh, be a great show heifer for Rocking M Farms uh, down in southern Indiana. And, um, really excited to get get that daughter going. And, and like I say, Antoinette's been a great, great producer for us. She flushes really well. So we're working on uh, getting some Sim Angus and some, still some purebred semis out of her, but yeah, we've got a couple of Simmental females in the sale this year that uh, I think are really, really nice that, uh, you know, we just was trying to diversify a little bit with, you know, away from the Charlets and uh, Simmentals, just kind of, just kind of another breed that we always, always really liked. And uh, there's a lot of good Simmental breeders here in the state and uh, just kind of always watch their programs and, there's a lot of good, a lot of good Simmental breeders here in the state. So, like I say, we just felt we needed to kind of move in that direction, and so far it's been pretty successful for us. Good, good. Congratulations on that. So, let's uh, let's get into this sale just a little bit uh, that you have coming up uh, October 19th. It's October 19th at six o'clock. Uh, as we've said, it's the 15th annual autumn at the crossroads. Now, my understanding is, is this is one of the longest running Charlet sales. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm not sure, uh, where we'd be, but I think we'd be probably in the top five of longest running sales. So we started it in, in 2005, right after Kennedy kind of went on her winning streak. And I was a young, young man and, uh, just kind of decided this was what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, kind of just, kind of just uh, felt like it was a field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. So we uh, we built a sale facility and we built a pretty good cow herd and just have never really looked back and just always tried to constantly improve our our breeding program and our cow herd and uh, you know just feel very fortunate that we get to uh, live this lifestyle and do what we love. And a lot of times I think that gets taken for granted, but uh, it doesn't get taken for granted here. We're very uh, thankful for the opportunities we have here at the farm. We're very thankful for the, for the customers that come back year after year to support our sale. And, uh, you know, we've made, made some great friendships from, from having the sale. So that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yes, it is. It's a people business. It's a people business. 
let's uh where can we find this sale catalog and and some pictures of these cattle in this upcoming sale yeah, so we hope to get the catalog wrapped up here this week. So we're hoping by the 1st of October it'll be up on our website, uh, which is daubcharlet.com. Uh, we also are going to be linking it to uh, Show Circuit uh, this year, so it'll be on sco.com here uh, coming up in October. We should have some uh, updated pictures and videos as we get a little closer to sale time on our website as well. So those would be the two uh two areas to, to find a catalog to, to look through online. On the, the I call it the, the front page section uh, of uh, the, the podcast, who do we, who can we get in contact with uh, for sale information or uh, maybe somebody to look at some of those cattle? Maybe if we want to do some bidding on these cattle, uh, who are some of those people that we need to be in contact with? So we got uh, myself and my dad uh, for sure will be listed there. And then also we've got uh, Cody Beck. Uh, he's the AICA field representative uh, who's helping us out this year. And then uh, also we've got uh, JWC Marketing, uh, which is John and West Chisholm. Uh, been longtime Charlotte breeders and, and good friends of ours for a long, long time. But uh, West has kind of started his own marketing uh, outfits called JWC Marketing, and he's trying to get going. And we've been friends for a long time, and then I'm just trying to help him out and give him a good start as well. And uh, like I say, and then we also have uh, Dwayne Stevens uh, with Gold Buckle Cattle Services. He'll be working for us as a sale representative, and then there'll be some other local guys around, uh, you know, who are well known throughout uh, the cattle industry. Uh, good, good friends and good neighbors of mine will have. Uh, uh, Dan Fry and Nick Pruitt and uh, Andy Beck, those, those guys will all be here as well. Like I say, they don't raise Charlotte cattle, but, you know, they've got their own uh, very successful breeding program. So we're always happy to have those guys here helping us out as well. Who do you have as your auctioneer? Uh, Kevin Went, uh, been with us for a long time and uh, uh, always appreciate Kevin coming over and uh, very professional, does a great job and, uh, uh, just great with our crowd and uh and uh you know last year he left here a little bit mad because uh the uh ohio state purdue game was on and purdue <laughs> put it to the buckeyes last year so uh hopefully he will uh come back in a good mood and hopefully he'll come back so uh but always enjoy kevin great guy and uh keeps keeps the mood light and always has a joke or two and, and our crowd just really really likes kevin like i say he does a great job he's well known throughout the cattle and, and hog industry and uh, just very appreciative that he thinks enough of, of us and our family to come help us out you have uh you have in your in your catalog homegrown in the hoosier heartland maybe maybe just for his catalog you ought to change it to homegrown in the boiler heartland <laughs> yeah maybe so i don't know <laughs> maybe that'll just get him started so who who do you have do uh put put some of this catalog things together? Who do you have do your pictures? Who are some of those people that that we can give a shout out to? Yeah, sure. Uh Lindsay Anowitz has um, been taking photos here now for three or four years and uh really great at what she does and uh you know, her and I just just get straight to the point in the picture pin together and uh you know, she's always always courteous and professional and and like I say, her turnaround time's always been great. And she knows cattle, and uh, she knows how to get one pictured. And uh, like I say, just just a great, great, great person. And and like I say, feel 
feel very fortunate to work with her. And then uh, this year doing our catalog is uh, uh, Kelsey Stenkraus with uh, Casey Designs there in Nebraska. And, and so far she's been great to work with and uh, working really hard to get this catalog wrapped up for us this year. And I can't wait to get it out because I know it's going to be awesome. I sent her, I'll give her a little shout out. I sent her, uh, you and I talked earlier today about sending that logo and putting it on the, on the catalog. And so I sent her an email and it wasn't, it wasn't 20 minutes and she had a reply to me. So, uh, absolutely on top yeah. of things. So, yeah. What's the schedule of the, of the sale? What do you do the night before the day of what, what can, uh, buyers or, or potential buyers look at for that? Yeah, so the cattle are on display now, so they're available to come look at any time. I just appreciate a phone call or a heads up. But uh, as we get into the weekend of the sale, you know, there'll be a lot of people here Friday on uh, the day before, and we'll have a light meal Friday night. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be ready to rock and roll on Saturday. We'll get all them things up and get them washed and blown out. And, you know, people will start showing up right after lunchtime and, uh, you know, by the time 6 p.m. rolls around, it's usually uh, a, a filled room and close to standing room only. And uh, like I say, we're we're really excited to present this year's set. Uh, we think it's a great set. And uh, like I say, we just greatly appreciate all of our customers and all the people who help us out to put the sale on. And uh, it, like I say, it takes a it takes a crew, and uh, we got a great crew when it comes to sale day. A lot of good friends and neighbors that come in to help us and. Definitely couldn't do without them, but, uh, but yeah, Saturday afternoon it'll it'll start filling up, and Saturday night it uh, when the sun goes down, the lights come on, and 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 the, and the sail ring shines bright in Danville, Indiana. It's one of the best days of the year. I just love it. So, just sends sends chills through you, no matter yep. how cold it is or warm it is, right? Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's this Indiana weather, you. Uh, might be in a sweatshirt, a t-shirt. You might need mud boots. You just never know. So, you're exactly right. So, hey, uh, just walk us through some of these lots. Who are some of the lots that we need to look out for? Who are some of them that uh, that that you're really really high on? Uh, just just walk us through some of the lots here that that you're going to be offering in this sale again. Uh, sale October nineteenth, six o'clock, Danville, Indiana, uh, the fifteenth annual Autumn's at the Crossroads. Tell us a few of those. Yeah, we've got a great lineup, I feel. Uh, we'll just kind of start at the top, I guess. But lot 1A and 1B would be outsider dollars out of the Bella Kennedy cow. And, uh, of course, that cow raised uh, the female that would have won the Kentucky State Fair in 2018 as an open heifer. Or, uh, excuse me, uh, 2017 as an open heifer. Then she went back and won it this year as a cow-calf pair. And that may be the first time in the history of the Kentucky State Fair that that has ever been accomplished so we've got uh, four daughters selling out of her like i say the lot ones are outsiders excellent excellent uh show female prospects and donor prospects uh really high on on both of them uh then we kind of go on down uh, we've got some great composite heifers kind of out of that kennedy cow family we've got a flush selling on a kennedy daughter is lot five uh really massive big stout powerful uh, bread heifer that's going to calve in January. She'll be available to flush there after calving, and I think a great opportunity to for someone to uh, you know get in on that Kennedy cow family and flush her the way you want, whether it's purebred or club calf. That that female will definitely do it. Another uh, 
feature of the Kennedy family would be the lot four donor cow, uh, cow that we sold as an open heifer here uh, to John Davis. And John uh, wanted to sell her for some reason, so he brought her back up here. But, uh, man, you talk about a heck of a cow. She's a, a DO40 out of the original Kennedy cow. And, and uh, when, when guys see her and see her picture and get here to see her, She's just unbelievably good, and uh, she'll be lot four. So that's kind of where we start. And then, like I say, we go into uh, all the dispersal of the Josies and the Legends, and what a great offering. Uh, lot 14 would be a, uh, a uh, outsider out of the cow that topped the sale in 2016. Uh, that calf we've already shown twice at the county fair, and she was calf champion at the Indiana State Fair. Uh, she'll be entered for Louisville, and uh, just a female that's got a world of good to her. We're excited about her. Uh, then we've got uh, an 0641 dollar, the first one I've ever had here on the place. Again, another outsider, but man, she has that winning look of of what of all of her sisters have done. I mean, this thing is just unbelievably good, and she'd be a uh, Full sister to the one boy that sold last year that won Ohio State Fair. Brings like 50000 Hannah, which sold one out of his uh, 0641 cow. An outsider that brings 35000 a year ago. And uh, this one is, is, is just ideal everywhere you look at her. And, and she's going to make a tremendous show heifer and, and a great donor cow. Uh, like I say, we've got our first power-up daughter selling some really, really good ghost rider daughters selling that go back to the Cindy cow family. Of course, that cow family has been the one that's produced all the Carleys and all the Kayleys that uh, have done winning from about 2006 on. Uh, most recently, a Kaylee daughter was just a champion female at the Indiana State Fair here for the Fry family. Um, just a consistent uh, cow family for us. Uh, Jerry Arthur down in Oklahoma has a daughter out of that cow family that he's flushing. Uh, it's doing him a great job. So, like I say, we've got about uh, 15 to 20 open Charlay heifers, and there's everything in there. There's elite, elite show females, really good donor cow prospects. And we got a handful that's just big and stout, just going to make tremendous uh, cows, uh, easy doing. So we try to offer something for everybody. Uh, we got a, a, a smaller version uh, this year, not as many, but still some pretty good composite heifers. And then we get to uh, those Simmentals and maintainers and, and our best set of uh, bred heifers and, and our biggest offering of bred heifers, both purebred, composite, and Simmentals. So we're excited to uh, present those. Uh, then we've also got some hard-to-find semen we're going to be selling on uh, – on Cigar E46, which is a breed legend, his semen usually goes for around 500 a straw. And we've got three units of that we're going to be selling. We've got some Three Trees Wind 0383 semen we're going to be selling. And uh, some other uh, club calf and uh, Simmental semen. And some really great uh, embryogenetic opportunities. Uh, John Davis has put in... Uh, some absolute embryos, which would be out of his Kennedy cow, uh, which would be full sibs to the $20,000 heifer he sold last year. And that calf went on to be calf champion down at Louisville last year. So like I say, I'm, I'm really excited. 
uh, to have a great group of consigners working with us this year. I feel it's a great offering. Like I say, there'll be something for everybody. Uh, we will also have a load-and-go pin available. Um, we'll have some steers in that and some other various heifers. So, like I say, it, it'll it'll be a great day and uh, and a great offering and a, a great opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, add some new genetics and uh, hopefully make an upgrade to uh, to your herd. So. It sounds really awesome. Tell us there. You you talked just a little bit about some of the success stories of, of some of the past, but but do you have any more any more of those success stories of people that have came to the sale and and uh, took those cattle out and and really done well with them? Yeah, it seems seems every year you know we'll have something that'll hit you know at the jackpot show or county fair or state fair. But uh, like I say, the uh, fry girls uh, had a. Uh, a uh, daughter out of the Kaylee Cow family that would have won the open show at Indiana State Fair this year. Uh, they also had one last year that was right in the hunt that was senior calf champion. And uh, like I say, she was right in the hunt. Uh, but that cow family, they always try to get one out of, and they've been very successful. Uh, like I say, uh, uh, Chuck, Chuck Druin and Bart Kaiser bought a heifer out of here a few years ago, and that's the one that uh, – like I said, swept Kentucky State Fair in 2017 as a heifer and then 2018 as a cow-calf pair. Uh, the year before that was the Longhawk and uh, Harad heifer that was reserve national champion. Um, so like I say, we uh, – and then, the, like I say, just various uh, county winners, state winners, uh, kind of just all over. But, uh, you know, it's pretty neat when you sit here and you think about little old Danville, Indiana, but every year we'll sell cattle, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 states. And, uh, you know, that that's pretty awesome. Last year we sent a couple to California and one to Oregon. And you just think about that, and, and that's awesome. And that we, that means we're doing something right. And uh, just very appreciative for, for all of our customers for, for their belief and not only my family and myself, but for our, for our program and our cattle and, like I say, when those cattle go out and work for for the new owners, you know it's pretty easy to keep them coming back when they have success with them, and that's that's what you want to see when you're selling these things is you want them people to take them and and have good success. Exactly, exactly. So where is Danville, Indiana? So we're just straight west of Indianapolis, uh, about 35 miles. Uh, we sit. Uh, sit right in between I-70 and I-74. So uh, that's kind of where we're located. Uh, we are uh, are really close uh, in proximity to uh, Pruitt Show Cattle, uh, Wilson Cattle Company, uh, Brad Sinclair. You know, we got some really great cattle breeders right around us. Andy Beck, Beck Powell Herefords. Uh, like I say, we kind of sit in that, in that area there with, with all those guys and uh, – like I say, just straight west of Indianapolis. Is that is that how the crossroads came about? Yeah, we was uh, back in '05. We were trying to think of a name for the sale, and we was thinking fall harvest or something along that, and kind of kind of just came up with autumn at the crossroads because it was kind of autumn here that time of year, and and where our barn sits is kind of at a crossroads by a stop sign, and. Indiana is known as the crossroads of America, so it just kind of hit and stuck. So autumn at the crossroads, and uh, like I say, I can't believe it's been 15 years already, but 
very proud of, of the sale and, uh, and, the, and the cattle that we've sold and the cattle that hopefully we'll be able to continue to sell. Well, that's great. And we want to we wanna make sure that, that we remind you, uh, Saturday, October 19th, 6 o'clock p.m. It's a Saturday night sale, so uh, you can do that. It's the 15th annual autumn at the crossroads in Danville, Indiana. And, and again, Andrew uh, Dowd, want to thank you for being with me uh, on this segment of Before the Bid. And uh, um, just uh, really appreciate your time and, and want to wish you good luck with the sale. All right, Andy. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.